Do you ever look around the world and just wonder at some of the things that are happening to our Christian brothers and sisters in different places where we hear of them being arrested and put in prison or losing their jobs or losing their livelihoods, their families, uh, just saying that they don't want to associate with them anymore. Do you, do you look at that and wonder what is going on? What is happening in those different places? Or do you sometimes hear about something perhaps a bit closer to home in the UK where you hear about Christians falling out with one another and, and the gospel not advancing as a result of that? Well, in our passage in Philippians today, we've got Paul dealing with something very similar. We've got Paul experiencing something that those early Christians have felt and many more feel today. Firstly, Paul is, is looking at the gospel advancing no matter what happens to his circumstances. He's in prison. He appealed, if you look back in, in Acts 26, he appealed to Caesar, as was his right as a Roman citizen, to, to hear his case, to hear the charges that were against him. And he finds himself now in the emperor's palace. He's guarded by the Praetorian Guard, the best of the best of the Roman Legion. The, the emperor's own bodyguard are there looking after him. And as he's there, he's able to spread the gospel. He's able to share the gospel with them. And those guards hear about the gospel and come to believe in Jesus. We don't know how many, but we know that the gospel advances. That's what it says in our verses. But as well as that, um, Paul's own example of what happens to him is, is a source of encouragement to other believers in the area as well. And they share the gospel more and more and the gospel advances. So we see that the gospel advances despite the circumstances that are affecting Paul and the other believers at that time. But secondly, we also see in the second half that that the gospel advances no matter what happens to Paul's reputation. You can just imagine that people would have looked at him and said, well, actually, this isn't good witness for, for the gospel. This isn't good witness for Jesus. He's in prison. Um, it, it's not great. We hear that now. But Paul doesn't mind that these other people are saying these things about him. These are true gospel ministers. Don't mistake that these might be false teachers. The ones that Paul is referring to here are true gospel ministers. They're just talking about his reputation in a way that isn't perhaps best. But Paul doesn't care. He doesn't care about his reputation. He just wants to see the gospel advance. And so it's the gospel advance that matters in these verses. It's the gospel advancing that is what Paul wants to see. And I wonder what that says to us today. What do we want about the gospel? Do we see our brothers and sisters being persecuted abroad and think, actually, the gospel is still advancing? might help us in our prayer life there. It might help us to, to, to pray well for our brothers and sisters that while they're going through all these things, we can see the gospel advancing. Or it might be for us. What are, what are the things that perhaps we might not feel the persecution, we might not feel, we might not, might not be arrested. Uh, but actually, are there things that squeeze out the gospel, squeeze out the gospel work that we might do. They might be really good things. They might be some of the social justice things that come from being a Christian and, and having a heart for this world. But actually, if those become more, more important than the gospel advancing, then they're probably wrong. Don't get me wrong. Advancing social justice is right, and I think it's what Christians should do. But when it edges out gospel work, perhaps we need to think again.